your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome everybody. All right, today we're going to take on a a topic we need to take on before the holidays hit, and that is the topic of toxic people. You know, there are so many toxic people in this world, and there's often a lot of uh, people like that within our work, within our friendships, within our families. And to learn how to deal with these people is almost impossible because their head games are so strong and their ability and desire to trigger uh, anger, disruption, and emotional uh, uh, flow of things uh, to control people, it's overwhelming. You know, there's two types of people. There's those who contribute and those who detract. And and you got to learn the best way to build your, your, your life, your career, is through your own achievements, not by attacking the achievements of other people. People will always remember what type of person you are, and they will trust or distrust you accordingly. And, and several, se- seldom have I ever heard words that were truer or more genuinely wise. You know, people who have only criticism to offer are soon forgotten. And those who contribute in a constructive way become a part of history. And and this applies not only to how we conduct ourselves, it it is important implications for how we choose our friends and those we choose to trust. And in planning the the, the course of your life, surround yourself with those who are the kind and supportive in presence and possess a good heart. That is important because you become who you surround yourself with. And if you spend a lot of time with toxic people, you yourself will become toxic. And, and above all things, you, you really need to avoid those people with those type of toxic personalities. And, and so what, we'll take a look at, at, at what those are in just a little bit. But, you know, friendship should make your prosperity in life more shining and more happy. And, and there should be a, a more resiliency when you're surrounded by good people. But when you're surrounded by a toxic person, there is no resiliency. They can take the they can create a take a balloon and turn it into a lead balloon in, in two seconds flat. You know, even when a toxic person just enters the room, even knowing that they're going to arrive or be in your presence soon can cause a lot of anxiety and distress. And so consistency of behavior can be a clue at, pe- at picking reliable people in your life. You know, you want to really assess people and their behavior. And this often means that you have to assess a person's integrity, their honesty. Integrity means their 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 um, consistency and, and their honesty and their trustworthiness as part of that of, of, you know, their life. And if you spend a lot of hours refining your skills, you know, that is something that's going to complement your life all the way down the road. You know, uh, you know, if you look and ask what type of person behaves like that, what what type of person does that person does what that person just did, and you want to answer that within your own brain, but it doesn't mean you have to project that on them. You need to assess that only for yourself and only for the people you love. And, and just as an environment has toxins, 
humanity includes people who are consistently doing toxic things. And recognizing and avoiding toxic people is an essential skill to learn as early in life as possible. Oftentimes, we're going to find anyone with personality disorders as toxic people. They just are. And once again, they, they get this disorder from their childhood being neglected, abused, or whatever. But they go through uh, all kinds of horrible coping skills in their childhood, and they just carry it into their adult life. So they're an adult living like a six-year-old or whenever they were abused. But toxic people can really spread unhappiness, personal suffering. They, they ultimately poison things, which they come in touch with other people, careers, businesses, marriages, especially children. And these people are are often virtually immune to insight or remorse or lasting positive change. And and I'm not talking about uh, people with criminal personalities, but rather people who live and work with us every day. These aren't people that are locked up. These are people out there in our world. And, and, And there's a lot of toxic people and there's a lot of types. And there's four general types, but we'll just take a look at that. Now, obviously, there's the narcissistic, aggressive person. Aggressive and selfish people tend to be uh, risk-taking, adventurous, adrenaline junkies. They're, you know, superficially, they're, they're charming, they're glib, they're exciting, and they're inclined to be possessive, verbally abusive, and sometimes even physically abusive. And they tend to be controlling and intimidating towards other people. They're kind of like bullies. They seek out friends and partners of the opposite sex who tend to be needy and look up to them or of the same sex if they're in a homosexual relationship. um, They tend to see themselves as assertive rather than aggressive. They have a sense of entitlement that leads to remarkable selfishness. And as a result, their entitled selfishness extends to, to usurping the rights of others as if they were it was their God-given privilege. And, and rules and sometimes even laws are, are acceptable only if they do not keep them for doing something they want to do. And, and so that means they will bypass the law if they feel that is what they need to do because th- th- those rules and laws are seen as not being applicable to them. And people who have low self-esteem are often targeted by and sometimes even attracted to these types of people because they see them as protectors. And the projection soon wanes and verbal and physical abuse often follows. And I'm sure many of you have seen people in your life like that. I know I have had a toxic person exactly like that in my life. And thank God they're no longer around me. You know, the, 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 the frenemy is a person who seems like a friend, but they're not. They will often act like a friend, especially uh, when you're in times of need. But beware of their desire to help is not based on altruism or true concern for others. Rather, they derive a sense of self-worth and often superiority from assisting others who are worse off. The frenemy reveals themselves when you experience happiness and success. And so they will often become jealous passive-aggressive, intolerant, when they're faced with happiness and success of others. And they may even try to sabotage your success or your happiness, or they simply will distance themselves. And it appears in reality, these type of people are insecure and enhance their own self-esteem by surrounding themselves with people who are worse off. And then there's the complainer, the whiner. They'll suck the soul straight out of your body. They, they, They never seem to be happy. 
nothing is ever good enough for them. And that's the negative part. And they are more than willing to let you know about it. And that's the complaining part. They appear pleasant in a superficial level, but the longer you know them, the more erratic their behavior comes. And it's often interspersed with an obstinate and manipulative quality. And they have mastered the use of passive aggressive behavior, which means that they'll hold it in and hold it in and hold it in and then all of a sudden just blow up uh, as a means of making everyone else unhappy as their misery loves company is their basic theme. And so this passive aggressive behavior is aggression that is masked uh, to avoid uh, retaliation. For example, the person might... You know, say, you know, I like your outfit. That that style was popular five to ten years ago. Well, what kind of compliments that, you know? Um, even though the negative person has insulted someone with a new uh, outfit suggesting it's out of style, if they challenge, you know, what they say, uh, but then they, they will go back and say, well, I, I said I really like it, but that's not what they said. And so they use words to manipulate. And then there's the seductive overly dramatic person, histrionic personalities, basically. And they, they, they're often, you know, at this time of year, the life of the party, they're usually physically attractive, charming, exciting. They do things to attract attention, and they might include sexual flirtations, seductive actions, and how they dress. They're often risk takers. And sadly, a lot of these people are painfully insecure. And this pattern of behavior is actually a way of compensating for their insecurity. And so these people are usually pretty superficial and they usually judge themselves and others by external criteria rather than getting to know the person by how they look, what they have, who they know. And unfortunately, the classic midlife crisis is inevitable. The craving for attention as a remedy for insecurity becomes obsessional and self-destructive. Not only have they consumed and disregarded the people around them, by seeking true friendships as people, you know, you need to avoid these toxic kind of people. And what is friendship? Well, remember this. It's based on mutual trust. You love someone, but not trust them. But when you trust someone, the love always grows. And that means when you come back together 10 years later, if you trust each other, that relationship will just continue on and continue on and grow and grow and grow. So if you're going to work on friendship, relationships of any kind, marriage, children, you work on trust. You don't work on love. If you want to grow the love, grow the trust. And that means no secrets. Friendship is based on fidelity. Promises uh, don't have expiration dates. And so fidelity means you stay true to your word. It, it, it doesn't mean it's always going to happen exactly when you think it's going to happen, but you stay true to your word. And then friendship is also a part of it is kindness. You know, people are often judged by their nature and their manner, which they treat other people, you know. So, you know, treat people like you would treat yourself, you know, and that's called empathy, empathy. And surprisingly, toxic people have very little empathy in them that is legitimate. You know, friendship is based on loyalty. And loyalty can be stupid. For instance, people are loyal to gangs. That's stupid. So you have to be careful in friendship who you are loyal to. People will eventually hear whatever is said about them. Friends say things and are not complimentary, especially in the absence of another person. So one of the most important ways to manifest integrity is to be loyal to those who are not present. 
That means we don't talk bad about our friends. We don't criticize them to other people. If we're going to criticize them, we use criticism in order to help them. And that's the only goal. And also, if you're going to have friendship, you have to honor other people. And one of the greatest gifts you can give another person is to honor them and help them feel important. And, and, and also, very important, friendship is based on being of assistance when you're needed, not when you're uh, just trying to do it for yourself to make yourself feel better, but when actually you are needed. And that means assisting others in times of need, expecting nothing, absolutely nothing in return. And it means giving the things that are difficult to give and to do so without resentment or regret. And that, my friends, makes you a better person. You know, if, if you've discovered you have very few friends and a lot of acquaintances, well, that's pretty common. But what's most important is avoiding interpersonal toxicity. Keep those principles in mind when considering whom to invest and embrace as a friend. Now, how do we deal in our lives with uh, these people that bring us down. You know, they, they, they mess with our emotions, leaving us drained and unhappy. You know, what makes them out that way? How, how can we recognize the untenable relationship and just extricate ourselves? And this may be your brother or sister. This may be somebody you feel like you're obligated to love, but you need to defi- redefine their role in your life. When they become pervasive, that means they're they're becoming a part of your time too much, you know, the development of personality is really complex. Uh, It's an interaction of our genes, our environment, our positive and negative reinforcement during development. And and for some, it's easy to trace the origins of people's bad behavior. You know, they may have learned it to, to manipulate other people or their parents or whatever, but they use emotional reactions in order to avoid their own Uh, internal negative feelings. And some experience repeated traumas pushing them to develop methods for human interactions that really reflect desperation, alternating with aggression. And, And so, you know, you need to learn the word no. Just no. No means no. You don't have to get crazy about it. You don't have to use uh, tone. You don't have to use verbosity. You don't have to use body language. Just be flat and straight. No. And no means no. You know, it's it's just how it goes. And we need to do that more often in our life. But so many people are too chicken to even try it. You know, regardless of, of the beginnings of bad behavior, you know, these toxic people approach relationships with crooked methods for na- maintaining a bond. They're usually gifted in guilt and shame and manipulating through guilt and shame. They'll be charming. They're good actors. They're seductive. They're highly skilled. I wouldn't say they're good actors, but they're predictable. And they lure romantic or platonic people into their world. You know, and how do you know you're around them? Well, here it is. Each interaction ends with you feeling empty, frustrated, and down. And no matter how much you offer or how much you invest, it is never, ever, ever enough. And no matter uh, every attempt, you, you clarify your position to clear the air, it's reversed and flipped back on you, and you're accused of being the aggressor. They can't stand, not they, they're gaslighters. They love it. They love to make you feel like you're crazy. 
And you finally identify your relationship as a cause of so many of your problems. So you need to extricate yourself. And that's, uh, uh, you know, another matter. But it's obviously depends on your level of commitment, ranging from mere associates to co-worker to a friend and finally to a significant partner. Now, listen, here we are in the holidays. Do you really need to go to a Christmas party or a gathering that you really don't want to go to? that you know there's going to be toxic people there? What Are you doing it out of guilt and shame? Are you doing that to subject your family to somebody that's toxic? You know, what are you doing? And you really need to ask yourself that. You know, the, the, the holidays are meant to celebrate, uh, whether it's Jesus or, or, or whatever your beliefs are, your spirituality, whatever it is. But, but it's a time to, to, to seek joy in each other and to gather together in some way. The easiest method is to simply no longer interact with these people. It isn't the most elegant solution, but most understand termination, even if they don't know the exact reasons. Apart from casual acquaintances, this is usually uh, won't, won't suffice, uh, you know, and then they will start to uh, then what you often do is start to ghost them. That means you gradually go away. You gradually don't follow through with your commitments to these people. And if that's how you do it, that's fine. Ghosting is fairly popular. It's very hurtful, but it's very, uh, people do it all the time these days. It's so easy to do uh, with thousands of excuses or just going away, period, and never coming back. Um, And we've all experienced that kind of stuff in our life. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about dealing with these people and, and how draining these people can be and how we can drain and recognize these draining people and their characteristics. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Listen for Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. Her show topics cover creating lasting transformation in challenging environments and how creating change can have an impact on the success of individuals from a mind, body, and spirit perspective. It's going to be inspiring and uplifting each week. So tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And also listen on the Voice America Business and Influencers Channels. Transformation takes one step at a time. It's time. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about toxic people. You know, you may have a, a brother, a sister, a mom, a dad that are toxic. And if you do, you really need to think about, as an adult, you need to convert their role in your life. And, and I'm serious about this. If they're toxic, you need to call them by their name. You need to look at them as the person that they are and not try to make them mom or dad or brother or sister. That's a very important thing to know to do because then you start to begin to look at their human uh, frailties and understand that they're just people. And you and your life have to assess how big a role, if any, these people are going to be in your life. And you need to do it unapologetically and never have to live apologetically. And you don't live in guilt and shame. If they bring you down in your life, it's hard enough getting through life and all of the surprises that life brings us. But the other thing is, is that we don't want to have another layer of hell in our life. And, and that is these toxic people. Now, how do you get rid of it? How do you deal with them? Well, brutal honesty will have an impact on those with a reasonable amount of insight. They'll be hurt. It'll be an unpleasant exchange, but the relationship will end for both parties. However, and this is where the rubber meets the road, some people cannot accept the negative feedback and will not give up. And so for those unfortunate to be in this kind of relationship, it can involve a near violent confrontation. And it even may require legal involvement like restraining orders. It, it may call for a change of a phone number. And in the extreme, a change of residence. You know, hopefully few of us know the type of interaction that requires such a, an intervention. But the act of cutting someone off instead, it will be painful, but ultimately necessary to maintain our sanity. And, and the relief one obtains from distancing from toxic person itself is a reward for the pain of making the break. And so you need to go for the reward and, and get yourself away from that toxic person. Draining, unsupportive, difficult people are one of the greatest challenges in this life. And, and, and you really want to stop and deal with toxic people who come in your life. And that means you take adult responsibility for your own decisions, have your own character. And, and if they cannot accept or be a part of your character, don't have them in your life. Or resort them in your life. Or put them in a different capacity in your life in a sense of how important they are to you. You know, you deserve to have people in your life that you enjoy spending time with, that support you, and that love hanging out with you. And the problem is guilt. You know, whenever you a, a toxic person comes up, the same categories seem to crop up over and over again. For, um, friend by history, this is a person whom you've known forever, maybe went to school with, and you were, or maybe you were neighbors, and now you feel guilty ending the relationship. Uh, if, if you have a friend that's close by, this is a person who, who comes as a, as a package with someone else in your life. And maybe it's your, you know, your partner's best friend or your, your friend's brother who always, you know, comes around or your best friend's childhood friend. And you feel guilty because you don't want to put your person in an awkward situation. And also there's friends 
by context. And this is a person you see all the time in a, in a specific part of your life, maybe at work, and someone on your or someone on a team you play on or someone who lives across the hall, and you feel guilty brushing them off because you see them all the time. And sometimes these relationships are casual, but other times they can grow rotten. And you end up keeping someone in your life who's jealous or has a totally different set of ethics and brings a lot of disruption. You know, the narcissist, you know, to recognize this, uh, have you ever been talking to someone who keeps interrupting you? You know, maybe I should revise that sentence. Have you ever been trying to talk to someone who won't uh, let you get a word in? You know, conversational narcissists love to talk about themselves and just hear themselves talk. They're already answering your question the minute they've heard the word that they key off of to make them feel like they know what you're talking about. And then they'll probably try to one up you. You know, they don't ask you questions. They don't wait for your response and they don't shut up. And in a relationship, these people will end up being completely self-centered and never uh, be attentive to your needs. That's toxic. Toxic. You know, then there's these people that are like a straitjacket. It's someone who wants to control everything and everyone around them. And they want to be in charge of what you do, what you say, and even what you think. And you know the person I'm talking about. They freak out when you disagree with them. They won't stop trying to convince you that they're right and you should do what they say. In a relationship, this person will give you no breathing room, will constantly nag you until yeah, you're in complete alignment with them. And then be careful because these people will go after your emotional, conversational, mental freedom until you have nothing left. And so you want to get out while you can. And then there's these people that, that are like they're spiritual vampires because they tend to suck the positivity out of you or bleed you emotionally dry. And these are people who always have something sad, negative pessimistic to say in conversations relationships they can never see the positive they tend to bring everyone down with them and if you're with someone and they only have bad things to say whether you whenever you see them watch out it might not ever get better you know and and some toxic people are drama drama some something is always wrong always and of course once a problem solved another one comes up And they only want some empathy, sympathy, support, but not your advice. And and you offer help and solutions, but they never seem to want to fix anything. Instead, they complain and complain. And in relationship, these kind of people are victims. They thrive in crisis because it makes them feel important. And if someone is a beacon for adversity, watch out. You might one day become part of their drama. And then these judgmental, jealous people. And, and, you know, you can spot these kind of people from a mile away, you know, and here's how. Jealous people are incredibly toxic because they have to feel so much self-hate that they can't be happy for anyone around them. And typically their jealousy comes out as judgment, criticism, and gossip. And according to them, everyone is awful uncool, lacking in some way. And if someone starts to gossip jealously about other people, watch out. This might be a toxic person and you never know what they say about you behind your back. And then there's just these liars. And, and, you know, you got to learn how to detect liars, liars, exaggerators. They're exhausting to have a, 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 a toxic deceiver in your life, whether they 
tell little falsehoods or major lies, it's impossible to trust a liar in a relationship. Dishonesty drains us because we are constantly doubting their words. And if you're married to someone who's a liar, you're in big trouble because how can you trust them and how can you grow? They don't believe in trust, so they don't believe in relationships. And that's the problem. You know, it, it, they need to wake up. They need to have a uh, an epiphany that they got to tell the truth in a relationship, no matter how hard it might feel. You know, uh, dishonesty drains us because we're constantly doubting. And if your intuition is, is ringing alarm bells, then watch out. Get out before you're, you're lied to. You know, and then then there's these people that will just crush everything. You know, they're, they're like a tank. You know, they're always right. They don't take anyone else's feelings or ideas into account. They constantly put themselves first in a relationship. These kind of people are incredibly arrogant, see their personal options as facts and uh, opinions. And, and this is because they often think they're the smartest person in the room. So they see every conversation as a person trying to seek their wonderful wisdom, you know, and, and they rarely see others as equals. And this can be challenging when trying to form a, a loving connection. If you feel your ideas are being run over and you're not being respected, get out while you can, you know, how you deal, you know, you've got to recognize it. Did someone pop into your head as I was talking about these people? That's probably because they're toxic. And if you have someone in your life who you dread seeing, who doesn't respect your opinions, who makes you feel sad about yourself in any way, then you need to just say no. Did you feel you, you have to constantly save the person and fix their problems? Do you feel like you're, you're covering up, hiding? Do you, do you dread seeing them? Do you feel drained after being with them? Do you get angry, sad, depressed when you're around them? Do they cause, you know, you to gossip or be mean? Do you feel you have to impress them or are you affected by their drama or problems? Do they, they ignore your needs and don't hear no? You know, you deserve to have you, you as a person deserve to have a wonderful, supportive, loving people in your life. In fact, life is too short to spend time with people who don't help you be your best self. And I hope you will use these ideas to help you. Now, here's the thing. Identify. Nothing ruins a perfectly good day faster than someone who's dripping with negativity and toxicity. And these folks are everywhere. Then the worst part is most of them don't even realize that they're a problem. They're just so arrogant and stuck in their own ego that they can't see the world for what it is. They can't. They're not even in the moment. They can't even be at that moment, available to you, just you, in that moment, they're in the future, they're in the past, they're in their head, but they're nowhere to be found in reality. They're coping with life, they're not living, and all they're doing is living within their coping skills. Most of these people think that everyone else is the problem when it comes to negativity. And if you find yourself wondering whether or not someone is negative, Consider some warning signs. You know, it's important to come face to face with these demons because they don't need to be dealing with those kind of people in your life. You need to get the heck out of the way and, and so they can leave you emotion so they won't leave you emotionally drained. So when they pay attention to you when it serves them, everyone has the one friend who calls them when they need a favor, or perhaps it's a family member that you feel obligated to help out. When they, whenever they are uh, with you, if they're calling you when they need something from you, that's a toxic person. If that's all they do is want to use you. 
They use other people to accomplish whatever their goal happens to be. Forget what you want. This is not about an equality in a, re- in a relationship. And you need to recognize it and start making plans to, to rid yourself of these kind of people. These kind of people also, they hold grudges. And they love to drum up drama. One of the best ways to do that is to bring up something stupid, and they have nothing to do with learning how to forgive. Now, here's a loving person. Here's what a loving heart would do. A loving heart in someone who has done something wrong to you, a person with a loving heart that seeks forgiveness is not going to beat on the bad thing that you did. What they're really going to do is they're going to try to understand what were your intentions, Or how did you decide to do this? Because I need to understand that to understand how to forgive you. That is the way to gain forgiveness, not just continuing to beat on the bad thing. Toxic people don't understand forgiveness. They hold grudges. They hold on to things forever. And they they will pay people back in any way that they can. You know, maybe they tease you in front of friends. Maybe they're throwing something in your face from, from that you've done in the past. You know, maybe you're feeling bad all over again. It's like having a, a Peter Pan syndrome. They, they can't let anything go. Some people get so fixated on other people's mistakes that it seems as if they believe they never make mistakes. And, and you'll find these people hold on to grudges. They lack emotional intelligence. They're constantly afraid that other people are going to do them harm and may even begin to nudge you out of an important uh, things that are happening. You know, if someone spends too much time dredging up the past and not working to get over themselves, you need to move on. You know, if you've got someone in your life that creates humor based on you or other people instead of about their own stupidity, then you've probably got a toxic person in your life. If they like to make fun of other people instead of make fun of themselves, people that have good humor do not make fun of other people. They include themselves humbly as a part of the problem. You know, uh, these folks also, if you feel suck, you know, persons with a toxic attitude will do their very best to make you feel crappy about your life because as much as they put you down, you know, they feel crappy about themselves. And you have to understand with toxic people, they project what they think of themselves onto you. They try to make you feel like they feel. They treat you like their own insecurity. And, and they hate themselves so much, but they can't take accountability for it. And so they project on you what they see in themselves and hate about themselves. And, you know, uh, these kind of people are negative. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, they, they might include uh, being impatient or shoving or hitting, spreading rumors or lies, trying to be obsessive contact uh, with you. Some of them uh, use uh, emotional manipulation to hurt others, but can appear very emotionally in control while they do it. You know, so they bring out their best passive aggressive nature and make it clear that you can't escape from them whatever the situation you find yourself in and mostly they're incapable of moving forward in their lives and they need people to stay in place with them and they desperately try to keep that to happen but you have to understand you don't want to be that person in their life where you're propping them up you need to just take that leg off the stool and let them fall and let them pick themselves back up. That is the way you deal with toxic people because you do have a choice. 
you know, and if, if, if you want, you know, you can take classes on boundaries if you need to, but, you know, you really need to look at, at people and understand and really assess uh, without guilt and shame whether they need to be in your life, in your family, in your, around your kids, around your spouse, or even be your spouse. You know, it's important. It's important. And it's really not important what they do to you. It's more important for you to have made a decision. And, and people struggle, like people that feel so entitled and narcissistic, they go have affairs, and they do that. And all of a sudden, the other partner finds out, well, really, you know, the struggle is not the person that had the affair because they've already decided that the relationship wasn't worth it. And, and so they moved on to something else, whether they meant it or not. They, and they usually get faced with the reality and then they're like, no, come back, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But the deal is, is that those kind of people, those kind of people, it's more important for the person who understands that their partner's had an affair to make a decision. That's what they're angry about is that they have to make a decision when they didn't think they had to. And that is what they're angry about. And they project that back on the person that had the affair. The deal is you just need to make a decision, period, if this happens and then have a plan. If this happens, uh, this is what my choice is going to be. So we don't even have to talk about it. You know, people that lie are crazy makers. And, and, And when it comes to lying, it's like they need to stroke the fire's and in order to be happy, they need to deny their own truths. They need to, to uh, you know, gaslight people. They need to characterize everyone and label them and judge them. You know, people that lie uh, are, are master manipulators. And some people are skilled liars and really good actors, and they can be hiding anywhere. If someone isn't fighting, they aren't living You know, they'll lie to people about you, for you, to you, and do the same in your circle of acquaintances in order to satisfy their own needs. And if you, uh, you know, are ever wondering what getting thrown under a bus felt like, stick with someone who is toxic and lies, and soon you'll find out. All right, we're going to take another break. We're going to come back, and we're going to learn more about identifying these people, and we're going to learn more about how to deal with them. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about toxic people. Yes, here we are coming into the holidays. Toxic people are like crabs in a bucket. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but basically they all try to escape at once and just end up pulling each other down. They don't, they don't want to see any one of their kind succeeds, so they just grab hold, yank, and back down in the bucket. That's kind of how they operate. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, there tends to be negative air around toxic people because they focus on problems, not solutions. They rarely have a solution in mind, but they're more than happy to complain about everybody. You know, they're just manipulators. Their tactics may include being vague or arbitrary, like politicians. Uh, as well as diverting the focus of discussion to discussing an issue like your tone and your words. They focus on problems. And, and if you've got toxic people in your life, it probably feels like you're, you're in, a, you know, in that bucket. They don't feel like they want to be helped. They, they won't help themselves. They want everyone around them to just be crappy as they do about life, love, money, happiness. They want everybody to be like them. They think they're setting the standard for the way you should live. And often the person is deeply wounded for whatever reason. They're not yet able to take responsibility. They love the victim theme. Victim, victim, victim. Never accountability. Never, ever accountability. And they want everyone to feel as terrible as they do. And this is because they project their feelings onto you. And rather, their feelings, um, if you try to point this out to them, that they're really saying to you what they think about themselves, they'll, they'll likely defend their perspective and take no responsibility from almost anything they do. And if they do, it will be rare and it will be minimal. And if you walk around from a negative conversation and find yourself wearing that feeling for a long time or making negative comments to others afterward, it's a good indication that you just spent time with a toxic person. They're just cold. And if if uh, if you have a, they have a way of uh, permeating into our lives and making an impression that's not wanted, but finds its way in any way, and it stays with us sometimes. And so you need to shake it off and go back to being you. And just remember, you know, if you don't work on making decisions in your life, if you're unable to make decisions in your life and have trouble doing that, you are going to be the victim of a toxic person because they love people that haven't shaped an opinion, they want you to form an opinion that they agree with. You know, they cannot be happy for you no matter how much you have or accomplished, so much so that they're willing to push you out of the way to get it. And they believe they're better than other people, and usually the variables that are self-enhanced are related to power and status. 
You know, uh, toxic people tend to be very narcissistic. They'll beg, borrow, and steal their way into part of your life to get a piece of pie. And then they claim it as their own. And, you know, you want to keep a very close eye on them uh, because they hate your happiness and they'll try to take it away. They encourage you to feel sorry for them. And it's interesting to think about toxic people is, is that they require a lot of social interaction to maintain their toxicity. You know, after all, you can't be negative if you're by yourself. And so what they do is they're draining. They leave you emotionally wiped out and they want you to feel sorry for them and responsible for their problems. And they uh, and then fix the problems after, uh, even though you may not agree with them. And they try to get you to agree with their uh, assessments of a situation or a person. Then they'll tell everyone what you said. You got to steer clear of these people. They're bad news. They're, they really are. And, um, you know, negative people will hate you no matter what you do or act like. So you might as well just be yourself. You know, they'll want you to be everything or everyone else. And nothing will be good enough because they think they're perfect. And what they actually do is far from it. They just ignore their comments trying to, to bring you down. And they'll find rock bottom soon enough. They want. Uh, to be everything to, to, to everybody. And they may be uh, because the narcissists have a really high need for perfectionism, especially in other people. And if other people aren't perfect, then they find criticism of them. They, they will totally look for everyone else's flaws, but never look at themselves. They have this high need for perfection, they believe they should be they should be perfect, you should be perfect, events should happen exactly as expected, and life should play out precisely as they envision it. And so when it comes to these kind of people, there's no such thing as kindness or integrity when it comes to the, their needs. And they'll do anything they can do to get it. They're, they're manipulative and they're really not interested in you except for maybe uh, you as a vehicle to allow them to gain control so that you become an unwilling participant in their plans. Are you starting to see the picture? Are you starting to see the picture? I hope you are. Because when people have these people in their life, it is a call to action. It is a call for you to make a decision. It may be that there's toxic people in your children's life and you want to diminish their role in their life. You know, it's important. It's important to pay attention and don't just sit in your own delusional world and your own uh, personal cloud and not look around you at what you've surrounded yourself with, with other people. You know, you know, if they're not caring about your needs and your emotions and they only say what they need and they're not even curious about you, they don't even ask questions, they don't compliment you, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah, um, you know, to spot a toxic person is the most important component of this program so that you will begin to understand how to deal with them. Number one, you need to get angry. And this is this may sound counterintuitive, but if you want to break free from a to- toxic person, you need to get angry. You know, I, I think getting angry can be excellent catalyst for making real changes in your life. You know, uh, you know, I'll explain it. You know, how do you deal with anger? If you like most people, when you suppress it, you focus on having good feelings and thinking positive thoughts. That's understandable. But we've been taught our whole lives to look on the bright side. But that key to happiness is simply to hide your anger and visualize a better future. 
So, you know, uh, when you get angry, you're going to obviously, hopefully, make a decision, you know, and that is a very important thing to utilize. And, and it may sound radical, but it's a power change, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's integrating your personal power into the situation, which they may have never seen. And also, you need to recognize your traits that make you a prey. You know, if you're an indecisive person, you are prey. If you're a person that's lost in your life, you are prey. Um, if you're somebody that's deeply insecure, you're going to be preyed upon. If you're codependent, you're going to be preyed upon. That's what these people love to have. They want to feel superior to everybody in their life. You know, uh, use cool processing to think about the interactions you've had with the person that make you unhappy. Focusing on why you felt as you did, not what you felt, and see if you can discern a pattern. Do you have a need to please or do you fear to cause even the slightest conflict? That's not good. They fuel on that. You know, take a step back, consider the interactions, focus on what you did, but not what you felt, and see if you can find a pattern in yourself. And once you find a pattern, you can be more aware of the behaviors that you do that cause them to take advantage of you. And keep in mind that assessing what traits cause mistreatment of you doesn't mean that you are to blame. There's still to the blame. But this will help you avoid them targeting you in the future. And they also, you know, for some, getting rid of a toxic person is going to take time. This is especially true if a toxic person is close to you. <laughs> you know, I often say you never know who you married until you divorce them. And, and that's usually the truth. And so if you know you're married to somebody toxic, they're going to try to use the courts to hurt you. And that's what they love to do. And that's why attorneys, family attorneys make so much money. They love it. And knowing that you may be dealing with someone who could hurt you and having some concern for yourself in the situation can help you protect yourself from the pain that that, that misalignment of that person in your life is. And, and you might need to map out how you're going to begin the process of getting rid of them. And this is a crucial step because you'll need to look at your own toxicity and determine if you are projecting on another person from your own problems. You know, uh, with again, without taking any blame for the dynamic, you really should look at how you're overreacting and underreacting in a relationship. That's an assessment you need to give to yourself. For example, if you're dealing with a bully, continually underreacting gives them permission to keep bullying you. Also, if they see that you're uncomfortable and they read your body language that you're uncomfortable with them, that fuels them. They're, they look, they look, It's like a dog with a squeaky toy. They love to just chew on you and hear the squeak because that makes them feel powerful. But if you walk away and give them no squeak, no reaction, they look like idiots. And so they don't like to look like idiots. So what they do is they go pick another person to bully, unfortunately. You know, the closer we get to a toxic person, the more they know about us. And the more emotionally attached we grow to them, and the more that we let it into our lives, and the more that we damage that they can do to us, they simply have more information with which to manipulate or violate. And so the more information you give them, the more they're going to try to hurt you. So it's important. As a person, you need to trust your gut. You need to trust your intuition at the beginning of a relationship. You know, if you tend to rationalize their behavior or give the person the benefit of the doubt, that's not good. There, there comes a time when enough's enough. And if they're affecting you emotionally and making your life worse, it's time to take a stand. You know, 
um, while our gut is often right, there are times when it's not. And there's an old saying that goes, you know, follow your heart, you know, but following your heart and bringing your brain along with you is not a bad idea. If you find yourself continually making excuses for someone else, stop and ask your gut why you're bringing along, not bringing along your brain with you. It's a personal, you know, life's a gift and we really need to make that personal choice to value it. And so once again, no, no is an important word. No means no, and no means no negotiation. Very important with these kind of people. You know, use I statements. Don't use you. Use I statements. If you're making a decision to leave, you're making a decision for you, not for them. You're making a decision for yourself. And you need to make that clear that if I'm going to disband this relationship, I'm doing it for me. And it needs to be all I statements and not you statements to them. Because if you're going to blame them, they're always going to hang on and want to do more hurt to you. And so I just can't have this in my life. I don't need this in my life. I need this to change. It's not helping me. It's affecting my health. It's affecting my mental health. I know you're the way you are, and I've had enough. And that's just the way it is. And, And so it's once again, it's I statements. I, I, I. You know? Everybody wants to know what the unknown is, but keep in mind and realize that short-term loss may actually lead to a long-term gain. Very important to understand that. And, and it's really important to many of us has been on the wrong side of uh, you know this, this re- negative reinforcement, and oftentimes it just crumbles us. But at some point, you've got to put your feet down and stand up for yourself. Look at your life over the course of a month and ask yourself, how is this other person adding to my life? How are they adding? Are they adding to my life? And if they're not, then you need to consider the ways that you can see them less. And, and, or if you have to, not see them at all. And, and I know that sounds harsh. I know that sounds you know, deep and, and horrible. But the bottom line is, you're the only person that's going to take care of you when toxic people are around, they could care less about you except for what they get out of you. And so it's important for you to understand that you have to disretain a different place in your life for these kind of people. All right. That's our show. I'd love to hear from you. And you can do that at voiceamerica.com, the empowerment channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember... Those who stir the shit pot should have to lick the spoon. You know, when toxic people stop talking to you, it's like the trash took itself out. (laughs) You know, don't blame a clown for acting like a clown. Blame yourself for going to the circus. That's that's a big deal. (laughs) And the best way to know who a toxic person is is to see how they act when they didn't get what they wanted. Also, if we were meant to be controlled, we would have come with a remote. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 